Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the spunky Michael Johnson. Hey, how's it going? Spunker. Spunkalicious. Spunker. Spunker. Get into spunker. Okay. I... All right. Okay. Never mind. I want... I want... I want to redact that spunky statement and Spunker. call him zesty, because I'm not I'm not a fan of of where he's going with this. No, I'm spunkalicious, okay. baby. Oh no, you're not. Ugh. Because my body's so spunkalicious for like you, babe. Ooh. I don't think you're ready for Ooh. this spunk eddy. <laughs> you should keep it as spaghetti. No, spunk eddy. Spunkaddy. Spunkaddy. It's like that sounds like my cousin's name. Hey, Spunkaddy! Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, here he comes. It sounds like a horrific dish. I didn't bring my wallet today. Like it's spaghetti. Spunkaddy? Yeah, it's like spaghetti, but instead of a tomato sauce, it's covered in cum. Yeah, you're like Spunkaddy alla pesce. Oh, I like it al dente. Spunkaddy de mare. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, why are you putting so much seafood with spunk? Were you about to start singing uh, Amore? Yeah, that's <laughs> no, that was the Spunk A. Oh. It's a Spunk A. When yeah, the moon hits your eye like a <laughs> cum shot in your face, that's yeah. Spunk A. That's truly a Spunk A. That's a Spunk A. Yes, that's, that's the going definition. Somebody tell Miriam Webster. Yeah, I'm. Oxford does not want anything to do with this. Yeah, no, I'm calling up Miriam right now. Good, good, good. Well, no, I actually called so, the Marriott. Uh, oh, no, I'm on the Jeffrey Epstein Black Book. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you limber up before you, you, you made that leap of logic, sir? What, that I accidentally that called the Marriott? Impressive. You're... What you want us to be like he- headline in the news, being like, local podcast outs the Prisker family for being in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. It's like, yeah. ugh, somebody's got to do it. That's true. I'm willing. You know, if not, if not you, then then who? Yeah, right? I'm willing to put our reputation on the line. I'm glad you're willing to put our reputation on the line. <laughs> I I am so fully behind this that I'm like it may look like I'm going in the opposite direction, but I promise you I'm behind you on this. Yeah, no, you're stuck with me. I know, I know. My face is right next to yours in the vortex. So uh, yeah. I guess we should I guess we should get to uh, to what we're talking about. Sure, um, whatever. Because we are continuing our serial on serial, my friend. Oh, I can't wait. This is a great. This is great. Uh, we just finished up all of. Um, Kellogg's. Yes, yes. Kellogg's is one for the books. But uh, I'll tell you, W.K. Kellogg was not the only one who, you know, saw the profitability of cereal. There was uh, another person who I think we mentioned during both the John Harvey Kellogg and W.K. Kellogg episodes. Uh, This guy... Charles William Post or C.W. Post. Ooh, what did he invent? Who the Bible? No, he invented post cereal. What? You... No shit. Come on. Oh no shit. Of course. 
Yes, yes shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Sir. Why would I Post kid? the cereal? Post? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. His name is Char is is Charles William. He was born uh October twenty sixth, eighteen fifty four. And uh unlike the Kelloggs, who both lived to be ninety one, this guy uh only lived to be fifty nine. Oh. So he is uh he was born in Springfield, Illinois, oh, cool. where uh, Lincoln's from. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was he was like a child when Lincoln was the president, so it's not like he like knew him growing up or anything like that. Oh man. Uh, and unlike anybody else that we've talked about so far, he actually went to public school and then graduated from public school and then went to college. Uh. He went to Illinois Industrial University, which is now University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign campus. Yeah. Uh, but he but he dropped out after two years. Because, you know, he's an, uh, an, an entrepreneur. Yeah, you don't want to wait to get uh, like an education for a degree that you won't need because you got cereal-making ideas going on in your head. He really didn't. Not at this point. No. Honestly, he reminds me a lot of um, of Friedrich Trump. Mm. Just like kind of like running around America, just like trying to make money anywhere that he could. That was the great grandfather of Trump? But yeah, that was the, the one, one that- who like went out to like the West and was like running saloons and shit like that in like mining towns. And floated a fucking hotel down a river yeah, yeah yeah he tried to float the hotel down the river and then the hotel just like fell apart and he was like all right guys just grab the timber <laughs> so this guy once it rem- gets to the right spot <laughs> so this guy reminds you of that uh, of fucking donald trump's grandfather <laughs> yes but donald trump's grandfather was at least had a better constitution than this man because because cw post he he like there's a few times in his life where he has these like, he has like breakdowns, mm-hmm. and it was described as that he would have like, he would get overwhelmed, he would have fits and seizures, and then like, would like work himself to death and like be like, completely incapacitated and like bedridden for weeks, oh, well, we just all... by like trying to work himself so hard. Yeah, well, we all have those times in the toilet, man. I had a rough fucking couple of hours earlier today in the toilet. Well, I mean, that's just because you eat a lot of, like... I eat a lot of post-cereal, if you know what I mean. I I don't, unless you mean Taco yeah, Bell, Taco my post-cereal. Bell. Yeah, I believe you. I got the, uh, uh, I got the 30, so, 30 Taco Fun Pack box the other day from Taco Bell. It's called a fun pack? Yeah, like the it's called like the have a have a party Wait, pack. Oh, that makes so much more sense. If they were advertising 30 tacos as a fun pack, like that is That's yeah. weird. But as a party pack, I get that. It's a party of one. That's like uh that's like going to White Castle and like getting like the briefcase full of burgers. Yeah, I did it's like that. Hundred burgers. And it's like four shelves. Yeah, I did that like two, a few weeks ago. Yeah, well, invite me next time, you douche. 
Well, no, that that was all for me. You... Oh, okay. Well, we can get two. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Just one of us takes the toilet afterwards and then like, fights <laughs> to death. Okay, either way. Uh, so CW Post drops out of school, right? And then he um, he moved down to Independence, Can- Independence, Kansas, where he was there for like four or five years trying to find work and then couldn't. So he moves back to Springfield and lives in Springfield selling uh, agricultural equipment. And he's like making some new ones at the same time. And he does that for about 10 years. Wow. He, uh, yeah, he patented a few things, too. Like, uh, there's, like, a specific type of plow and a, and a harrow and, like, a, a haystacking machine that he made. Um, and he would sell all that crap. But in uh, 1874, when he was 20 years old, he married Ella Letitia Merriweather. Oh, and they had like one a... daughter named Marjorie together. Oh, what a lovely sounded family. Yeah. Yeah, no. Ella was really, really good to CW. Um, she supported him while he like kept like fucking up career wise. Yeah, he sounds <clears throat> and, like, like a whenever fuck he up. would have like his episodes. Yeah. She like <clears throat> she would like take care of him when he was like bedridden because he was so stressed from working. Yeah. And uh yeah. When he when he finally struck it rich, with uh, with the cereal, uh, Ella actually started to get sick, and so he did the right thing. You know, he divorced her in 1904. Yeah, good for him. As soon as he got rich, and then he <laughs> uh, he married his 27 year old secretary, Layla Young, the same year, literally later that month. Um, oh Jesus! He was 44. Sounds like a cool yeah. guy. <laughs> oh yeah do you see why i'm saying like he reminds me a lot of friedrich trump yeah uh, definitely yeah yeah their their daughter marjorie actually said because she like stayed with her mom for a while while her mother was sick and she said that uh that her mother died of a broken heart yeah and whatever sickness that was probably typhoid oh yeah i'm sure it was like probably like yeah like tuberculosis and some kind of like stomach infection and like a bunch of coronavirus shit. But um, could be, could be a COVID eighteen, uh, or COVID nineteen oh four. No, it'd be COVID eighteen forty seven. It's a big COVID number. Um, but so, you know, obviously, he was very shaky career wise, and um, at thirty one years old, this is obviously before he struck it rich. In 1885, CW suffered a mental breakdown from stress and overworking himself and making too many farming machines. So he was like, fuck this. We're moving to Texas. Yeehaw. And so they moved to Texas in 1886. And he tries to get involved with this uh, association of real estate developers in like, uh, like Fort Worth area. Yeah. Basically, like a, a get-rich-quick scheme of like, they, they they were trying to establish like a new community called Riverside, which is going to be on like the eastern side of uh, Fort Worth, mm-hmm. closer to Dallas. But uh, but CW didn't want to like wait as long as these guys wanted to, so you know, 
he decided, fuck this, I'm just going to go on, on my own. Yeah. And uh, in 1888, he began a real estate development on 200 acres that he obtained. And he like plotted out streets and houses and constructed two sawmills. And wow, in doing what? so. How did he do? What the fuck? How did he do that? He didn't have any money. No, he had probably about just enough money to do this. Like, and also, because the thing is, eighteen eighty six isn't that yeah. the Civil War? Eighteen eighty eight. Yeah. No. Oh, I thought it was the Civil War. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be in Texas in eighteen eighty whatever. No, Civil War ended in 1865. Oh, shit, way off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, he was plotting out this 200 acres that he owned, and he wanted to make, like, he had, like, streets and some houses, and it was so stressful that he had another breakdown in uh, in 1891. Yeah, this guy's just trying to kill so, himself. <laughs> I know, he's, like, working himself to death constantly. And so after his second breakdown, he was like, you know what? I know what it is. He goes, my stomach is just like terrible. I'm constantly suffering from ingestion and all the like stomach ailments. I'm going to go travel the world and try and find the cure. So he like goes all around Europe and just like leaves his family. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he didn't divorce his wife yet. No, no, no. He stayed with his second wife. Uh, and then he comes back from Europe and he's like, all those people are idiots. And goes up and stays at the Battle Creek Sanitarium. Mm-hmm. Which is where he learned about cereal. And then in 1895, he was he felt cured, left the sanitarium, moved down the street from the sanitarium, and founded Postum Cereal Company. <laughs> okay. okay. Just like, yeah, that's a good idea. So he, I'm just going to steal it. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. Is he's been accused of stealing a lot of the recipes from the Kellogg's. So I'm going to give you the Kellogg's name with his uh, version. Oh, I can't wait. Because the first product he ever launched was in 1897. And it's called Grape Nuts. Yeah, I heard about this. I've had this. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that he, they call it Grape Nuts because of the fruity aroma that he noticed during the manufacturing process and then the nutty crunch of the cereal. The uh, the Kellogg version is called Malted Nuts. <laughs> and then in 1904, <laughs> they uh, premiered Post Corn Flakes, which uh, originally were called Elijah's Mana. Okay. Which was like a super biblical reference. Yeah. Wait, who, which and, one? Whose uh, who's was called Elijah's Mantra? Elijah's Mana. Or mana, whatever you want to call it. That was a that was the you know the story version? of Elijah where he gets mana while like no that's the post version. Okay, he that's changed the, the name, name in 1908. <laughs> he changed the post toasties after that. That makes more sense. Yeah, well, he couldn't sell Elijah's mana in the UK because Parliament deemed that it was too religious of a of a name to be sold as a product. Yeah, and so he was like, damn it. Change it to post toasties. Yeah, it's a, and then they can sell it in the UK. It's a reference to um, uh, what's his name Moses walking around the desert for forty years, right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he strikes the rock with his staff, and the rock 
gives him mana, and if he had only talked to it, then he would have been let into the land of milk and honey. But sadly, uh-uh. Nope. God nope. is fickle. You, 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 you broke the rules. You're gonna have to suffer. Yeah, he should have made but, um, a cereal company called Moses O's. I know. Ooh, I would eat Moses O's. Mmm. <laughs> but um, tastes like mana. So. <laughs> Tastes like I just got out of the desert after 40 years of wandering. <laughs> it took me 40 uh, years, <laughs> and now I finally know my purpose in life, to make cereal. Eat Moses O's. <laughs> when I came down from that mountain with these 10 commandments of how you should eat your breakfast, <laughs> come on down. God. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> so, due to all the success of his cereal... Um, and you know, he was all jazzed about this new wife that he had post decided to take a lot of his money and invest into more real estate in Texas. Idiot. Uh, and he purchased 225,000 acres in, uh, Garza and Lynn County. Jesus. That's like half the state, which, um, nah, no, I'm fucking around. that's not that much in Texas. Yeah. But they planned out a whole a whole city called Post City, and uh, they they like planned out like a hotel, a school, a church, a department store, shade trees, and <laughs> farmland. And actually, uh, it is a place. Oh, it's not called Post City. It's just called Post. So Post Texas, uh, as of the last census. Has five thousand three hundred and seventy six residents. Wow, we should do that. Call it the. Uh, we should if if we strike it rich, buy a town somewhere and call it Vigilance. Ooh, yeah. I'd be down for that. Vigilance, New Jersey. Like Vigilance. Vigilance, Minnesota. Vigilance, uh, Alaska. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. But, uh, so, Post still had stomach issues, and he was living in California at the time, so he uh, actually rushed on a nonstop train to Rochester, Minnesota, so the Mayo brothers, uh, William and Charles Mayo, could operate on him. Uh, the inventors of mayonnaise. And that's why, no, they're the reason that the Mayo Clinic is in, uh, Minnesota. Oh. That's where the, the Mayo brothers were from. They were like renowned doctors. But sadly, they could not actually save him. And so they sent him home. And on May 9th, 1914, he shot his brains out. Oh, geez. That's a. I, I didn't see that one coming. I know, he right? The Kurt Cobain. You think huh? This serial guy who's all into like a. Yeah, he did. He really Cobained himself. <laughs> Shotgun on the toes and everything. Yeah, no, um, they say that um, tooth pain, it goes tooth pain, tooth pain, uh, head pain, and then stomach pain are like the three things that most people that uh, write about in their suicide letters. That makes sense. I feel like those are like pains that like don't really go away yeah. and can never really get better just by like leaving them be. Yeah, they, it just gets worse. That sucks. So the Mayo Clint or the um. The Battle Creek, Michigan, didn't uh, cure him years ago? No, I mean, I'm sure it helped him a lot, but 
No, I'm sure. Well, once he wasn't living there, he wasn't like doing their shit anymore. But when he uh, when he killed himself, his daughter Marjorie Merriweather Post inherited the company and CW's fortune, which was actually one of the largest fortunes of the early 1900s. So she what was at one point like one of the wealthiest people in the world. Why fucking kill yourself if you're already the <laughs> what the fuck you already? Because he was in stomach pain. I don't know, man. His tum tum hurt. I. I'm not going to tell someone what to do about their tum-tum. I'm just saying, like, if you're giving yourself ulcers and you're feeling all this pain, maybe, and you have, like, billions of dollars or however fucking much it was, why care? Maybe relax. I don't know, man. But the last few things, the last little thing about CW is that actually he was uh, incredibly against unions and, like, any kind of, like, unionization of workers. Yeah. I imagine a lot of people were back in what? When was this? Nineteen oh five. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no one was for unions back then. I know, I know. But so uh, the company's history post CW. Uh, shit. I mean, I guess after. Oh, CW post post, post oh, CW. I, either way. <laughs> yeah, po- post CW post uh, is is very wild. <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about postum cereal why okay. don't we all right so cw stayed in the sand in uh 1895 and was inspired to make his own company right in battle creek he invested 78 dollars into equipment and supplies and set up manufacturing in a barn down the fucking street from the sand called uh the old beardsley farm Ooh. Oh yeah, that's uh in uh eighteen, yeah. I was just gonna say, are you are you old man Beardsley? I'm just saying that that seems you coming to, be to represent the, this farm. I'm just saying that seems to be the way that uh, a lot of uh, businesses started. Disney started in a garage. Uh, fucking, a lot of California companies started in a garage. Apple, Apple. Google, Apple started in a garage. Google started Go- in a Google garage. Google started in uh in no, it was in a basement, wasn't it? No, it's a garage. They don't have basements in California. That's a good point. They don't. If anyone thinks they do, then they're forgetting about the earthquakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> either way. Like so, normal houses. Uh, in 1897, they made grape nuts. Yeah. And then 1904, they put out Elijah's Mana. 1908. Rename it to Toasties. Makes more sense. And this is my favorite fucking thing that ever happens. Mm -hmm. In 1907, this magazine called Collier's Weekly published an article that was questioning the claims of Post Serial because they had ads running that said that grape nuts cured appendicitis. Well, is there any proof that it doesn't cure it? Well, and that's what CW responded ah. with. CW went out and published an advertisement, like responding to them, saying uh, he was questioning the uh, article's author's mental capacity. Damn, dude! Sounds like now so he was he was like, "Are you slow? Like, Are you <laughs> <Wow>. that stupid?" <laughs> and so the magazine. Uh, Collier's Weekly re- responded by suing him for libel in 1910. Jesus Christ. And they won $50,000. Oh, who? Uh, the, the newspaper? 
Yeah, well, because, yeah, he, you know. Can't just be saying that shit. fucking advertisement saying that, like, this guy is stupid and mentally incompetent Mm -hmm. and, like, they're like, yeah, man, you can't put that in writing. Sorry, bud. Imagine if we had those those same um, limits here in America now. What, libel? Yeah, like you could just uh You know, maybe that was maybe that was what kicked off his uh his run to suicide cuz that was 4 years before he killed himself, so Yeah, you think he was just thinking about that the whole time? Yeah, it just really left like a bad taste in his mouth. Well, he should have had some grape oats nut cereal. Some 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 yeah. grape nuts to cure yeah. that bad taste. Oh yeah, man. I heard it cures uh, appendicitis. So... <laughs> Yeah, I heard that too. Crazy. I don't know if it's true, but so uh, Marjorie takes over the 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 company. Yeah, and she is a fucking monster of a businesswoman. She's I bet. dope. She takes over right as he dies, and then in 1925, Post acquires Jello Gelatin. 1927, they buy Baker's Chocolate. 28, they get Maxwell House Coffee. And then 1929, she convinces the company to completely buy out this frozen food company that I guess was uh, called Bird's Eye Refrigeration, run by Clarence Bird's Eye. Oh, weird. And they, yeah, I mean, honestly, I was reading it and I just started watching The Office recently. And uh, Phyllis marries like this uh whatever his name is of whatever his name refrigeration mm-hmm. and uh that's what i was thinking of I'm like clarence bird's eye bird's eye refrigeration like well it's it's funny because all the other products that you mentioned are still around to t- till today and things that i know i'd never heard of bird's eye refrigeration mm-hmm. no i guess it was like a major frozen foods company in like the very early 30s oh. but when they bought that they changed the name of the company to General Foods Corporation. Oh. And then Marjorie moved the headquarters from Battle Creek, Michigan, to Park Avenue, New York, New York. Got some dope real estate. Yeah, that's what you got to do, I guess. And uh, I don't know exactly when she stepped down. No, but she's still there till the, today. It doesn't fully matter? Well, because... In 1985, General Foods was acquired by Philip Morris Companies. Oh. Which, if you don't know who Philip Morris is, they are the parent company of, like, Marlboro and most, like, major tobacco brands. And then in 1987, Philip Morris acquired Kraft... 89, Philip Morris then combines General Foods and Kraft Foods into Kraft General Foods because they are really inventive with names. Well, you know, you got to have basic. And then they, yeah, you know, they're, they, you got to keep it consistent. Yeah. But in 93, they acquired a Nabisco cereal. And then in 95, they just reorganized everything under the label Kraft Foods. Mm. So at this point, the name Post Cereal has been gone since 1929. Jeez. However, (gasps) 
2007, Kraft announces that they're going to spin off Post Cereal into its own brand because they're merging with this thing called Ralcorp's Holdings, which is basically a small version of a massive holdings company that they use as like a small as like a different company to collect more things for the holdings company. It's really just ultra rich playing with money Yeah, this is yeah at that point. This is very uh dry. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like they're like hacky sacking fucking corporations over here. Uh, well that's how they um that's how these assholes get rich. Oh yeah, man. And so yeah, they officially in two thousand eight they made it post serial LLC. And then they by two thousand twelve they made it into its own IPO. And uh twenty fifteen Post Foods purchases Mom Brands, which is uh Malt O'Meal oh. brands. Which was made by this guy out in uh Minnesota, Clarence uh I can't remember his last name. But he made Malt O'Meal, which like a, was a different cereal company that got like massive because he invented like sealable bags that they printed the label on the bag. Oh yeah, so you didn't need a box. Yeah, the um the bags yeah. in the uh, bottom shelf. Mm hmm. Yeah, he invented that. Oh, but um. Yeah, when they bought Mom Brands, they became the third largest cereal company in the U.S. And then about three years ago, they bought this massive uh, cereal company out in the U.K. And I, I hate to say it, but I think I think Post has some of my favorite cereals. Yeah, definitely. It's all the, uh, all the cool ones. They, they got Alphabets, Chips Ahoy, Fruity Pebbles, Cocoa Pebbles, fucking... Golden Crisp. Obviously, they have Grape Nuts. Oh, yeah. Who's not a fan? Is Honey Bunches of Oats. Frosted Flakes. They made in uh, 1987. Did you say Frosted Flakes? Is no, it? that's Kellogg's. Really? Yeah. Tony the Tiger is a Kellogg brand. Man, this... Frosted Flakes is like the original Kellogg's cereal. <laughs> Like, the fact that the flakes are frosted is why John Harvey would not be part of the company. Uh. Uh, they also make my favorite cereal, which is called O's. Oh. They also make uh, Oreos. My favorite cereal. And uh, Raisin Bran. My least favorite cereal. Maybe that's what I was thinking of, Raisin what, Bran. Raisin Bran? Two scoops of raisin yeah, in no, every they bowl. Also well, they sell one that's only popular in Canada, so they only sell it in Canada. It's called 100% Bran. That sounds so lame. Doesn't that sound so shitty? 100% Bran? Yeah. And uh, so I guess really the only cool thing that Post Cereal did, cereal-wise, was that they were the first brand to ever make a cereal based on characters from a TV series. Because they made Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles in 1971 based on the Flintstones. Oh, really? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like Fruity Pebbles. I mean, if you look at like the discontinued post-cereals, 
they made a lot of different cereals based on the Flintstones. They had like Dino Pebbles, Barney Pebbles. They had like every character, different types of pebbles. Wow. It was so stupid. So they had 18 failed cereal brands at one point? Oh, dude, they have like they have like 90 retired cereals. Mm-hmm. Most of them are just different types of raisin bran or honey bunches of oats. Uh, but all in all, I would say that, you know, CW Post got to uh, live out the American dream, you know? Yeah, he became one of the he wealthiest from, people. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a wife supporting him that whole time from uh, one scheme to the next. Yeah. Eventually, a scheme actually landed. You know, he got rich. He ditched the wife, married a hot 20-year-old, and then... uh Bought himself a town and shot himself in the face. Yeah, a real Hemingway. Yeah, man. What's more what's more American than that? I to be honest with you, you're I guess he right. could have owned a whiskey distillery or something. I for all we know, who he he probably did. He seemed like he had a lot of fucking businesses at one point. Yeah, yeah. That he he was all about just like, how can I get rich? I'm in the land of opportunity. Yeah, once you have a little bit of money, you can easily roll that into, you know, owning multiple businesses. One thing leads to another. Just own a fucking city in Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Call it post. Dude, I've been thinking about that, though. Like, first off, I've been looking into into plots of land. They're not as mm. expensive as one would believe. Uh, no. Yeah, they're real cheap. Especially. Yeah, dude, you can get, like, a few hundred acres for, like, Ten thousand, twelve thousand bucks. Yeah. But what I want to do is, uh, there's just a litany of ghost towns in Texas. Right. Yeah, you know, we're and just like buy a fucking town that has zero population, and then they already have the. More or less like the the brick and mortar foundation of a town to just renovate everything, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I would love to buy uninhabited land, but at the same time, I like indoor plumbing. I'm not a huge fan of digging and burrowing for pipes, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you're digging for pipes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, you know, burrow out a nice little, uh, maybe I'll just hire some badgers, some local badgers to burrow us out a little, a little tunnel so I can slide my pipes in there and have some indoor yeah, plumbing. Yeah, plow some land. They wouldn't mind, right? No, yeah, there are, um, there are helpful little creatures. That's what I thought, man. As long as you, like, offer them some cheese or whatever the hell they like to eat. Badgers love cheese, dude. Do they like cheese? That's, like, their favorite thing. Yeah, it's got to be like a like a foreign delicacy for mm-hmm. them. I've heard that. It's like Americans eating Toblerone. Or um, it's like Americans eating uh, croissants. You mean a croissant? I guess you could pronounce it like that if you're dumb. A croissant? A croissant? A croissant? Ah. I think if you use any kind of like jaw movement in it, then it's wrong. All right, Arnold. Get the middle, but 
But, sir, this is by far the most dubious man on our list. Also, the most boring, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just um, he had a stomach problem, and he was really good at turning money into money. Eh, it was his daughter was really that was at, the like, real fucking winner here. Turning. Yeah, seriously, his daughter was like the true OG here. Yeah. But the thing is that we'll get into uh, the last two people, the last two companies in these next coming weeks. We're going to do... Uh, uh, Quaker Oats, and then we'll do General Mills, which actually, if you recall from whatever that was, like 15 and a half <laughs> weeks ago, uh, General Mills was the reason that we got into this entire thing. Yeah. Comes full circle. That Book it end. will. At least something will come. <laughs> yeah. Spelunking. On that note, stay vigilant, stay wild, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, I love you. Spotify. Go fuck yourself. Just like thumbs me up somewhere, you know? Yeah. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah, like us everywhere. Lick us all over. Bye, you fuckers. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>